You are listening to Central Valley Hustlers, the podcast where business owners share their advice and experience to help aspiring entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Welcome to Central Valley Hustlers. My name is Jose Fausto, and with me here today is Naomi Clark, the owner of Simply Irresistible Children's Boutique. Um, Naomi, thank you so much for having me here today. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Thanks. Um, so Central Valley Hustlers is a series of conversations with business owners, um, especially in the area of some of the challenges um, that they had to overcome when they were starting their own business um, and, the, and the challenges that came with it while they were still running the business and while they're still in the business. Can, to Just to begin a little bit, can you start us by um, telling us a little bit about Simply Resistible and what... Um, what it does and, or what is it for the community? Well, first of all, I'm a grandmother. And I wanted to, about six years ago, buy an outfit for a grandson, something special. Yeah. As a gift. And I found something, but it was over $100 for a polo shirt and a pair of shorts. I was, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was not a happy girl. My daughter, Kathy, decided at that point she was going to start nagging me to do something. And so that is where Simply Irresistible came about. We wanted to provide quality clothing, accessories, gifts for children at a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. And although you can walk out of the store with a $100 dress you're you can still pay fifty and get a good quality garment. Uh, so it all it all started from basically not having that opportunity or having that resource in the area exactly. when you were looking for it. Exactly. Um, and when did when did you open the doors? November sixteenth, five years ago. What was that? Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Wow. So um, five years ago in 2013, and has this business been in the same location since or? Yes, it's been our only location. Okay. So um, it, all, it all started from not having that resource there, right? Correct. Um, but what made you decide, you know, I'm going to start it. Um, you know, I'm going to make it happen. Um, what was it that ignited that fire, as one, as one can say? Well, we have history. Uh We were in the home decor and gift market for about 18 years. Okay. So it's kind of like in the blood, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, But 18 years with home decor and now we're in children's. It was a a big transition. But I think it was much needed Uh transition, you know, for the community. And not just Manteca, but there's Tracy and there's Lathrop and the surrounding areas as well. Yeah, and so... um, and from the beginning, was it always just about the clothing? Because I'm seeing around me here some toys and a lot of toys, actually. Um, was that since the start or would, or has have things changed since? They have. They have changed drastically. Uh, we went in thinking it was clothes. And then one of our uh, salesperson said to me one day, Naomi, no matter what you do, you are a gift store. You're just a gift shop. So that kind of got us um, the wheels turning and realizing we had focused so much on clothes that there's a whole world of accessories, toys, uh, you know, baby as well as children. So we started to branch out. 
Uh-huh. And so that's what we have now. We have a great selection of hats, toys. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Yes. Um, Anybody can walk in and walk out with something. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, you, you opened up the doors, but before you opened the doors and you started, the business was running, how long did it take you to prepare for that? Well, not long enough. We um, we were familiar with the Small Business Bureau, uh-huh. so I reconnected with them, and we worked on a business plan, which I encourage anybody to do. At first, I thought it was silliness, uh-huh. but then I began to realize it's setting that mode. It's getting that mind into, um, you know, what, how to market, where uh-huh. to market, what is your market, um, budgeting. Because without a budget, you might as well close the door. Yeah. Um, so we connect, reconnected with the Small Business Bureau. It took us about six months or so to, okay. to you know. And then also we had missed the cut. So you go to market twice a year and they make the clothes that you order. Uh-huh. They call it the cut. Yeah. Well, we had missed that. So we had to wait even longer to really start filling the store, yeah. which I think was a detriment. Um, so that's interesting that you mentioned the business plan because um, in the previous interview, um, you know, they, they focused really on um, making sure that you do your research and your market mm-hmm. research and figuring yes. out who your demographic is going yes. to be. Um, how did you do that? Or, you know, what was the process in that? Um, well, I went on their be- website and there was, you know, there they were and, and all, you know, step A, B, C and so forth. And so we just kind of fell into that, followed that. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure that I, I've just, I think we're just beginning to understand mm-hmm. um, our market. And what have you noticed? What is your market or your demographic? Well, our target is, see, we're a Nana store. Uh-huh. So, but the moms come in. Uh-huh. So our, our target then would be the moms who then go and tell their moms and then they come in. Oh, does that, yeah, that yeah. kind of answer you? Mm-hmm, yeah, no, it totally does. Um, so if you were to recommend a resource, you'd say it would be the Small Business Bureau. Yes, that that has so. been the most helpful for you? Yes, yes. Okay, if, besides the business plan, what else have they helped you with? Oh, they have seminars. You know, they can help you with budgeting. Most of, And most of their services are free. Not all, but most of them are free. And they do have financing for certain ones. Mm-hmm. We didn't qualify, but, you know, so there are, they have a variety of um, avenues there that yeah. could assist. On the on the topic of financing, I feel like that is usually the topic that people are most scared of um, when it comes down to starting their own business or you know pursuing that business idea. Um, it, it just becomes it gets scary because there's a big risk to it, right? Um, but they also get you can say scared is um, because they don't know whether or not to get a loan or where to get this money um, or you know how how to make it happen. What would you what would you recommend for people, um, especially when they're facing that fear or they're they're thinking about that? Well, I think, I think once again, budgeting is huge. Um, we had a private investor. Mm-hmm. Somebody came and, and so we, we work as a, you know, as a group or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but budgeting is huge because, and you have to realize it takes a while. It takes a while for that dollar to turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't just automatically, for us anyhow, they haven't just automatically, oh, come running in it's um it's it has taken time Uh 
So my advice is is to budget and, and try to have that, you know, at least three months rent, three months expenses uh-huh. in the bank because you're going to have your lean times and then you're going to have your Christmas times. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? So because it is like a, a, a gift shop, um, would you say that it's usually winter time where uh, most you get most of your sales from, or you know, not most of them, but I would say that um, you see a like a, a peak or um, exactly okay. December last year was the best month yeah. we had, period. Uh-huh. But Easter had no idea, so this is part of your market, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the whole baby thing. It's a renewable resource. They're always having them. <laughs> Very true, yes. <laughs> so, that, you know, having that, that baby source for, uh-huh. for new parents, grandparents is, is, is year-round. That is year-round. That's very interesting because, I mean, and I say it's interesting because it's um, every business has that month or season where yes. they see that uh, peak in sales, yes. um, really depending on their, on their market and their demographic yes. or what they're selling. Yes. Um, but I, I, didn't, I didn't think of that, of, you know, the, the baby being a renewable. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's interesting. Um, and when it comes down to the management and the budget. Um, are, are you usually the manager Do you, um, or do you have an employee who's the manager? How does that work for you? My daughter, Kathy, uh-huh. she's an auditor by trade. So um, she's she kind of helps me figure out the budget, and and we have a good register. The cash register is has been most helpful uh-huh. because we can track sales. We can see how much Myrall we've sell sold, yeah. or you know, oh, what what has done poorly? Uh, what size is the best size? So, so we can double up on that size. So mm. I I think between Kathy and our register. I think those have been probably the most helpful. When it comes down um, to starting a business, um, a lot of people, you know, starting a business, opening up a business and being in the process of opening up a business, um, it's very stressful. Yes. And how have you dealt with that stress and maybe sometimes the burnout too, um, if, because it's always requiring as a business owner for you to always be there for yes. a, a lot of the time. You're always, it's a 24-7 job, really. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we took our first vacation in five years. Oh, wow. Last yeah. August. So, you know, and even then, you know, your, your, your mind is here, your body's somewhere else. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I just, I think I feed off of it. I, I, it, there can't be too much stress. There can't be mm-hmm. too much um, pressure. Because you just kind of feed off of that. You just, and you love, you love what you do. You love the merchandising. You love the clientele. You, you just, you just love it. And I think that helps get through the stress. Although I I have to say that gets the, you know, the endorphins going, the mind starts rolling and, and okay, so what do we do next time? Or that didn't work. So now what, Uh you know, it, it, I just, it it, it could be, yeah, it becomes stressful. And I I agree. Um, I think a lot of people share this is when you're a business owner, you have to have some sort of excitement when it comes down to your business, um, because that's kind of what you're feeding off on, Mm -hmm. right? And you have that energy to continue working on this and working on the different projects that you're working on. And Um, you know, if you love it, it's work, but it's not really, because you just love what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very true. 
Um, so before you opened uh, this business up, and you mentioned you were in, in, in the industry of home decor, um, did you start those businesses yourself? Or you know, how many businesses have you started before this one? Well, storefronts. This is my second storefront. Okay. Um, back in the day, mm-hmm. we did a lot of craft fairs. We did a lot of um, in-home decorating for people. Mm-hmm. And in '02, we opened up um, a small gift shop home decor it was i called it the foo-foo store, the store. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so but then it 08 came and the economy just took it it just was gone yeah um what have um what were some of the the things you learned from those previous businesses that you've applied on, onto this one um i didn't always have the money uh-huh. for sales tax because you pay quarterly uh-huh. So I went to the banker, and that's another good source. And I said to her, what do I do? So she told me, keep the big stuff. Uh-huh. So I started hanging on to the big stuff. And guess what? I always have money for sales tax. So yeah. I, I've learned that. I've learned some of the, you know, some of the, the silly little details behind the register, where to put this, where to put that. You're going to need a, a rack to put the hangers on. You're going to. You're going to need gift wrapping. You're going to need boxes. You're going to need. Uh-huh. And so we've applied a lot of that onto. And you mentioned previously about like the registrar um, of, you know, figuring out what sells the most and what doesn't and what not. Um, and like in today's world, data plays such a big, important yes. role. Yes. Um, how often are you looking at that data and, and trying to you know make the changes here that you need to? Right. I follow follow almost daily Uh just to stay on top of of the, because, you know, we we have it in our head. We have a good day. We know it's a good day. Um, And, but it's good to have it. it, it, It's on paper. Uh And so um, we, we, at least if not daily, once a week, my daughter comes in and we'll pull all the numbers and that way we're on top of it. And then when you go to market, it's you're not suddenly flooded with oh my gosh what do I do no you already know you know what's going and what's not going and the sizes sizing is so critical yeah well that's very true um and so um you're talking about um kind of of the sales right and and on the sales side there's some businesses who businesses who create quotas um and goals um what have what have what do you recommend or what has been your experience with that. Is that something that you apply here or? um... You know what? Goals, as far as sales, um, no. No? You you don't apply them? Okay. Um, Sometimes, and and I'm asking this because. Well, we're always comparing Mm -hmm. to last year. Yeah. Same month last year, same week, same day. So if that's something that, if that's what you're in reference to as a goal. Um, yeah, it's just um, there's a lot of businesses and business owners who put um, specific goals that um, like in sales wise, right? You have to make this amount of sales in a week. Um, and so then it becomes, um, I would say, kind of stressful for the rest of the employees. Right. If, you know, it's really not there's not a lot they can do. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out what has been your experience with that. Well, I feel that, you know, I have target to the left of me and uh-huh. TJ Maxx to the right of me. These are box stores and everybody goes there. Um, so I can't compete with that. 
Mm-hmm. So my yeah. my goal, here we go, my goal in here is to make whoever walks in that door feel special. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we're going to greet them. Um, we're going to say, you know, can we help you? And then we tr- we tell the land, you know, the where things are in the store. And, oh, it's this for your grandchild. You know, can we gift wrap that for you? Mm-hmm. Can we carry it to the car? Um, thank you for coming. Here's a little gift. So mm-hmm. this is what we, we want them to feel special when they come. So you would say um, the customer service and the customer experience oh, yeah. is a big part? Yes. That, yes. That, that's because we can't compete with Nextdoor. Mm-hmm. Our prices are higher. Our quality is much better, but mm-hmm. the prices are higher. That's what comes with the local business. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only thing we can do is put a little wrapping paper on it and a bow and and make them feel special. Yeah. That customer experience. Interesting. Um, and they like to be remembered. Yeah. If I call you Monica, hi, Monica, good to see you. They just feel special. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all do, right? You sure. go to your coffee shop or you yeah. go somewhere and yeah. they remember you by name. You're like, yeah, oh, they know yeah. your drink. So you want to go back. <laughs> Is there somewhere that knows your drink? Oh, pardon me. They know my voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay. Um, so... And, and now we're talking about um, the the beginning in the process, right? Um, and I had a I had somebody I asked somebody about what would be some of the questions that they would ask business owners if they could sit sit down with them. And somebody is thinking of starting their own business, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, I don't I don't know um, what is going to be the most important thing for me to invest in, whether it's the location, whether it's the equipment. You know, it, it all depends on the business." Uh, merchandise, uh, labor, marketing, whatnot, right? Um, what what has been probably the thing that has been the most important for your business here? Well, I think location. Mm-hmm. I think that is prime. Um, at marketing, merchandising, these are all things you can either hire or learn. Mm-hmm. But location, you cannot change. Yeah. Uh, parking is critical in your location. I've... I have had other women ask me, come and talk to me about starting up their own businesses. And I tell them, you know, if you think you find the perfect spot, sit in the parking lot for an hour. Why is that? Well, because you're going to see who comes to the other businesses, who's who's in the area. You know, if you, in our case, have a young mom with small children and there's derelicts and there's a bar and everybody's hooting and hollering. They're not going to want to come. Yeah. Wow. So I think by sitting in the parking lot for an hour, you just kind of get a feel for what's already here. Although you may bring new, but you still have to deal with what is already here. That's really good advice. Um, I've not heard that one before. Um, so I think um, location-wise, um, yeah. that plays a big And you're going to pay for it in Manteca. Mm-hmm. You just, just be prepared to... You're going to pay for it because it's expensive. Yeah. In, in, for, for the retail, for what we're doing. You know, if you have more of an in, industrial thing, it's going to be cheaper. But mm-hmm. the retail, you know, and, and, and we're visible here. We have Target. You know, people are already coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Another thing I learned is people will park in front of your one and walk to target oh here we are 
you know? So it it's, you know, that's another thing you would learn by watching the, yeah. the you know. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, so and now, now more towards the challenge sides um, and the things you had to overcome. Um, you know, you prepared for six months. Um, mm-hmm. you, your biggest resource has been the small bureau, um, business bureau, right? Um, that was that was helpful to you. Yes. Now, once you opened up those doors and you've been here almost five years, yes. um, what what do you say would have been the biggest challenges you had to overcome in those five years? Well, I'm dealing with the, the savvy mom. Uh-huh. who will come in my store and go on their phone and Google Petunia Picklebottom. Oh. So that still, for me, is a challenge. So they can see my pricing, if my pricing is fair or not. Um, they also, when we were new, I had a young woman say to me, can I take a picture of this and post it on Instagram? Sure. I, I didn't even know what Instagram was. Uh-huh. So I think the staying on top of or becoming aware of where where your market is, uh, you know, Instagram, Google, um, well, Google, but uh-huh. Facebook, becoming familiar with these things and, and how to best utilize them has been, for me, uh, the biggest challenge. Now, I have fabulous support. I have, you know. But for me personally, it's been stepping out into a world. I, they didn't have computers when I was a young woman. Mm-hmm. You know, my first phone was a brick phone. It was the size of a brick. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. so it, that's been really difficult, and it still continues to intimidate me. Yeah, and and um, my experience so far is, it seems that it's it's difficult for any small business too. Um, especially when it comes down to the pricing, because you know they try to compare those prices online, mm-hmm. but you know those are big stores that can get it at a lot, such lower cost, exactly. right? Um, exactly. But and you have to put a margin on it so that you can make some profit mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's um, it, you know it does affect the, the businesses, and so does uh, social media, and it's, sometimes it can have a negative impact on it. Of you know. Um, maybe you you had something here that was broken and you were displaying it and maybe they took a picture and said, look, why would you come here, exactly. right? It could have a, a big um, oh, yes. impact, a negative one as well, but yes. it could also you could also reap a lot of benefits from it too. Yes. Um, so it does it does have that some sort of stress level for any business and mm-hmm. small business. Um, so yeah, tech has its ups and downs. Exactly. Uh, I had a um, a time. A woman was uh, very, very angry at me, very, very angry at me, and spent about three days on Facebook lamb blasting me, calling me everything you would could imagine. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my clientele starts posting about us and the store and their experiences in the store actually, you know, re- Beauting what this uh-huh. woman was saying. So her negative wound up turning into a positive yeah. for us. A challenge, but a, a, a positive because my customers came to my rescue. Uh-huh. There's always a, I think there's a saying that says like a bad media is good media. Yeah. Any media is good media. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you can flip it. Mm-hmm. It will just take some time, mm-hmm. and you know. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, and, and yeah, so tech does have, you know, mm-hmm. it's up and down, especially because everything is such more, much more accessible on by the phone. Exactly. Um, and they took, they took what she was calling me. Some did. And now they're direct messaging me. Are you really racist? Are you really this? Uh-huh. And, um, and she only said it three or four times. And, and now there's a whole world out there that at one point thought I was perhaps racist. Uh-huh. And it can have, yeah, yeah, it can have an impact. Um, so um, that, that, that's been a big challenge for you, right? Yes. The whole, the tech um, and the yes, tech savvy mom. still is, mm-hmm. yes. Um, what else has been? Is any other other like different types of challenges that maybe other businesses um, may have when they're open? Well, I I think staying on top of the trends, mm-hmm. um, the you know styles come and go, brands come and go. Mm-hmm. So for us, that you know, oh my gosh, Maylie Rose is closing. Now what do I do? Because if without that source in here, then then we've lost that clientele that came because of the Maley Rose. Yeah. So we need to forever always be looking into alternative sources. Um, the whole trends thing that brings a, a, up a good point is, um, you know, um, your your market is to moms, right? Yes, um, nanas. But the people that are going to be using it are little kids. Mm-hmm. The toys are for little kids. Right. How do um, how do you find out what is trending for small kids? Because they could, you know, they could be watching this new show, um, exactly. Doc Doc McStuffins or something. Oh, it's yes. like I would have never heard of that if I didn't have a smaller yes. sister. Yes. Um, so how do you stay up? Well, you know, when we first opened, we didn't understand that. Because Justice is a national brand. Oh uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I w- I'm I'm never out to compete with anybody. My com- competition is here in these doors, ever growing, getting better, getting smarter, whatever it takes. <laughs> but I began to realize moms would say, "Oh, it looked like Nancy Reagan would have worn this." So I began. I listen. I listen mm-hmm. to what they say, and. I began to realize we're classic. Mm-hmm. We're just as trendy, and it's and it, it there's a huge market for that. But we, on the other hand, are classic in here. So through listening to our customers, just and not not that they're telling me this, but I'm listening, always listening to what they're saying, mm-hmm. um, what they're looking at, what they're not looking at. Uh, they indirectly will tell you the the direction that you should go. Do some of them you may do? Do some of them ask you directly and say, "Hey, why do yeah. you, do you have this toy?" Or yes. yeah, mm-hmm. they'll ask me. You know, can you bring in this certain line? Um, and we're actually doing that now. We yeah. have a customer who's going to have a baby, and she wants a docket tot. What is that? It's like a giant pillow type. It's a mat with a with a 
a bolster all the way around. It's mm. one piece, and so the baby can lay in that. And, and yeah. that's interesting. I was at a I was at this coffee shop one day, and this mom grabbed the cushion out of a chair and just played it on the floor and put her baby on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, out of nowhere, everybody and we were towards the exit of the coffee shop, and every person who came by was is that a new toy? Is that a new invention? What yeah. is that? Yeah. And everybody yeah. was so interested because yeah. the baby was just sitting there, right, on yeah. this cushion. Yeah. And she was like, no, it's just a cushion from this chair. And they were like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, so it's interesting. It yeah, is very well, interesting. And, you know, we have a shirt that, that the baby can fit in, like almost like a kangaroo pouch. Oh wow! Um, you know, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So the so the industry itself is ever evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another social media thing because they see it on you know online. And, and they're like, "Where can I find it?" Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, or they'll say, "Oh, I've seen that." So yeah. You know. Okay. Well, what are um, kind of to wrap this up is what are the top three. Um, pieces of advice that you would give to someone who is in the process of starting their business or has that idea and is almost there and ready to execute it? Well, love what you do Uh because that's going to carry you through the dark times. And no matter what you do, they will come. You'll, you'll, in our case, you'll, you'll purchase a line that just didn't work in here. So these are the, you know, the sales in August are low. So, you you know, be prepared for those dark times and don't be afraid of them. Work through them. Figure out a solution, whatever that might be for you. Small Business Bureau, once again, was a huge, a uh, huge support to us. And then, mar- uh, not marketing, but budgeting, you know, understand your budget and and so that you, you know, because the stress of, of coming up with that dollar because you have to meet the rent or you have to pay for for whatever is is hard. Yeah. Hard sometimes. So so the top three would be uh, love what you do. Yes. Um, kind of find a resource, right? Yes. Something you can rely exactly. on, like the small business bureau. Mm-hmm. And the third one is um, to budget. Yes. Um, okay. And budget for three three months, really. Mm-hmm, that's what you said. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the fourth one is to, um, when you find that location, sit in the parking lot for yeah. an hour, right? <laughs> well, it's amazing what you learn. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you learn. You do get to that. see the demographic yes. in that specific area. Yes. doesn't necessarily mean it's the one you're targeting, but if it fits with what it is, then well, that's the place. Yeah. 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 Who would think they park their car at Pier 1 and walk and voila? Here and we are. Want to target, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Naomi, thank you so much. That's that's kind of it for our time. Um, so we, so I'm very thankful for it. Um, you know, I think that with people like you, business owners who are sharing their experiences um, and their knowledge on running a business and preparing for it, I think really helps people. Um, like speaking like for myself um, and for people who are really trying to pursue their own business idea and starting their own business. Um, so being able to get that experience from you and that knowledge is very helpful. And so I really do want to thank you for it and uh, thank you for your time um, and being able to you know meet with us, meet with me really before you even open up the doors today. Well, our pleasure. And I, and I, I wish you well in all of your endeavors. Oh, thank you very much. A special thank you to Naomi and a very special thank you to you for listening to us today. This podcast is produced by Triple C Digital Media, a marketing agency who wants to help your business grow online. Make sure your business ads are seen on social media platforms 
as well as different search sites like Google. You can find the transcript of today's podcast at triplecdigitalmedia.com forward slash Central Valley Hustlers. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast from wherever you are listening. This was an episode of Central Valley Hustlers. We will see you next week on Tuesday.